Hi, this is John Bell, and you're listening to Zombie Astronaut Frequency of Fear. <laughs> The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Frequency Light. All of the wraparound, but none of the OTR. Mmm, so refreshing. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Delicious. Children of the night, what beautiful music they make. Except for that damnable slumgullion goonie bird. That's a horrible noise. Mr. Tetrax. <laughs> yes, Lord Dracky What a stupid animal. Mr. Tetrax, can you sense it? What? Is polyester making a comeback? No, you simpleton. Corduroy, then. Don't be an idiot. Corduroy never went out of style. I'm talking about my feral vampire plague. My plague is devouring the population of this disgusting little village. Soon Slumgalia will be wiped off the face of the earth. And once the feral vampire scourge has cleansed this plot of land, I'll reclaim my manor. The manor Professor Despicable procured after wheat and barley unceremoniously ended my life. I told you to shoot that thing. I did. Well, shoot it again. <laughs> After you kill Bali, then what shall you do, O oh Lord of Nastiness? Then I'll build my glorious Vampire Night Spa. Drekovac's Vampire Night Spa will have all the comforts of a cultured vampire's coffin away from home. <laughs> like busy bath bombs? Of course. I love those things. We'll also have shopping, entertainment, and dining. <laughs> dining? Oh, yes. We'll have plump young maidens shipped in from neighboring villages. Mm, <laughs> I like them plump. You won't be touching my plump maidens, you filthy swine. You won't be squeezing any young maidens either, Lord Dracovac. Wheat and barley. So you found me once again. Well, obviously. You're right there. You've managed to overpower me once, but you're not the young vampire hunter you used to be. I'm sprightlier than you think. And I take Viagra. Watch me drive this stake into your heart. No! Blast you, Tetrax. Why'd you leap in front of Lord Drekovac that way? That was the only stake I brought. Oh, I've got a stake in my forehead. Now I'll drain you of your blood. Perhaps another time. I'm using it right now. Out the window I go. I've got a, a bit of a headache. You've escaped me temporarily, Wheaton Barley, but we'll meet again soon. I've, I've got blood in my eye. It stings a bit. Oh, shut up and put a Band-Aid on it. And kill that bird! As soon as I take care of these unsanitary, blood-sucking fiends, I'm going to rig your 
then. Not if I poke you in the eye first. Poke? Aha! Poke me in the eye? What good will that? Ah! My eye! <laughs> I win again. Oh! Ah! Crazy so-and-so! Now is not the time, Despicable. None of us shall survive if we don't work together. Oh, kumbaya. Keep it to yourself, you hippie. I'm not a hippie. <laughs> Take this, vampire. <laughs> oh, this is just messy. I've gotten blood all over my frilly cravat. Why are you attacking oh, me, oh, you oh, blood-sucking oh, idiots? Oh, I don't oh, have oh, any blood. Oh, bring the bago. He ran over the generator. I can't turn on the ultraviolet lights. Give me that cord. What are you doing? Putting this into the Winnebago. The lights are out. Spray them with the silver solution. I know it's disgusting, David, but please refrain from getting sick. Excellent work, colleagues. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. I'm going to break your villainous neck. Not now, Mr. Defiant. Can't we all just get along? You're quite right, Prof. Stop calling me Prof. Hippie. I'm not a... Okay. Maybe he does need just a little choking. What? I <laughs> love my job. Would any of you like another scrumptious mayonnaise sandwich? Oh, I'd love one. Me too. Oh, I'd like another bail and handsome stranger. I'm stuffed to me gills, but I love the recipe. <laughs> so, very rustic and slightly smelly locals of the Winnebago period, what seems to be the problem with these umpires you've been having? Vampires, oh culinary genius. They're nasty beasts with the thirst for our very blood. Blech. What's up with that? It's true, and he'll slaughter every last one of us. <laughs> How bad can that really be? Remember, the word slaughter is just laughter, wearing the letter S like a little bitty condom. Oh, I hesitate to ask, as you've enriched our lives so much with these uh, mayonnaise sandwiches. Yep. Mayonnaise sandwiches, all funky-like. Oh, yeah. With these mayonnaise sandwiches. But is there any way we could convince you to help us rid Slam Gallia with these terrible vampires? Ah, sure, why not? I don't remember why I ended up here in the first place, so my calendar's pretty much wide open. You make mayonnaise sandwiches. And kill vampires? Hooray! But first, how about another round of mayonnaise sandwiches? I'd love one. Oh, why not? I'll just drink a glass this mayonnaise. I'd love another mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> Truly, if God could crack sandwiches, this would be his boom. I'd like to shoot you in the head right now, and I don't mean the bathroom on a ship. It only made sense. This way we're not wandering the streets with those 
those things out there. There's not enough room in the Winnebago for six people. But, Doc, the spacious Winnebago can easily fit six and more. From the comfortable sectional to the sleep number bed in the bed. I mean these six people. Oh, uh... Okay. I find it quite cozy. It's absolutely delightful in here, Dr. Despicable. David here seems to really like your selection of pies. Keep your dirty rock star fingers off my pies. So what's our plan, Taliesin? We'll wait until morning. Then we'll split into teams. One team will search for Professor Wheaton Barley here in town, while the other team looks outside town for the vampire nest. <laughs> No, David, there won't be a team that stands in the Winnebago and eats pie. Most emphatically, no. Unless I happen to lead it. What a fantastic day for hunting vampires. What in the heck happened to that bird? Okay, so I deduce the best team for searching for the vampire nest will be comprised of myself for my background in the field. Oh, sure. Toot your own horn, why don't you? Of course, I don't think anyone else would. You couldn't even bring yourself to take candy from children last year. The worst they can do to you is cry on you. It appears I didn't squeeze your throat enough. Oh, no, no, no. I've had my recommended daily allowance of squishings, thank you. Anyway, I'll take Professor Pickle Pepper for his experience with the occult. Yes, my extensive knowledge of the my occult sciences should prove to be blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Despicable. Oh, just making a few notes. We'll take the zombie astronaut as well. Since he's devoid of blood, he might come in useful, since the vampires don't seem to be interested in him beyond smacking him around a bit. Whoopee! And since searching for wheat and barley is a job for muscle, David and I will search for my friend. Yeah! And I shall stay in the Winnebago, and undoubtedly not speed away as soon as you're out of eyeshot. You'll be coming with me, despicable. Whoopee! Look at the bright side. Maybe while we're looking for Professor Barley... You'll meet a terrible death and save me the trouble of crushing you with my bare fists. That's the bright side? <laughs> it's a win-win situation for me. How's that mayonnaise coming? It's almost ready. And the fresh bread? Helmet's curl up to slice. Great! What about the jerky? I've been holding this thing out of the cow for two hours now. What's it called again? A hairdryer. Ah, oh, yes, a hairdryer. But the cow doesn't look any drier than it did when we brought it in. Oh, innkeeper, whose name I neglected to ask. Good beef jerky takes time. Don't lose faith and keep drying that cow. Anything you say, sir. All right. Once we have plenty of mayonnaise sandwiches and beef jerky, those umpires won't stand a chance against us. Do we, uh, do we need crosses or something? Actually, anything symbolizing extreme good and purity will offend an earlier generation of vampire, but nothing like that will affect these creatures. Not to worry, zombie. We're armed with our wits. Our wits? Well, we... 
We have steaks and mallets, too. And I have my favorite apotropaic garlic. I know. I've smelled it on your breath for the entire hike around Slumgullia. Mm. We've nearly circled the village, so hopefully this farmhouse will hold some answers for us. Guys, I'm, I'm hungry. Your stomach will have to wait. There are more dire things afoot. Oh, come on, guys. I haven't eaten anything for a couple of days. Get ready. I'm opening the door. We must remain quiet. I said quiet. Oh, come on, zombie. I told you I was hungry. I have you, Tetrax. Wait a moment. Aren't you Lord Drekovac's servant, Lix Tetrax? Guys, I think he's speaking Dungeons and Dragons or something. Who are you? Other than a crazy person! <laughs> oh dear, it's Taliesin. Sorry for shooting at you, old boy. You know who I am? But of course. Though I operate in secret, I am the world's foremost vampire hunter. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm sorry. <clears throat> was was I interrupting or something? Would you let them get on with it? Fine. Whatever. If you don't believe me, look at this. It's so big. Of course it is. It's my vampire hunting scrapbook portfolio. I glue all the fangs of the villainous vampires I extinguished in this very book. I can't even imagine the danger I'd be in if this fell into the wrong hands. Here. Look at this one. Lord Augustus Drekovac. He was one of my first great kills. Unfortunately, his servant Lix Tetrax managed to resurrect him. He's a dangerous creature, and he's returned to Slumgullia to destroy the people who helped vanquish him. And it was I who chased him down in this manor house and drove the stake into his heart. It's up to me to finish him off once again and rid this village of the plague of feral vampires he started. That's why we're here. We were trying to find the location of the feral vampire's nest so we could destroy them while it was still daylight. Oh, my young vampirologist. You are right to assume the nest was just outside of town, but the location of the nest is over there. On the wall near the ceiling? Shut up. No, it's what used to be his home in Slumgallia before I killed him. Beyond this farmhouse, up that hill in the distance, and beneath... Beneath Despicable Manor! Holy crap! I've got to warn Doc! We don't have time! Even if we were to leave immediately for Despicable Manor, we'll only have a little daylight left by which to work! We must leave immediately! Out the window I go! Ah, uh, you do realize the door was open, right? Hmm... This is the last building in the heart of the village, and no sign of Professor Barley. Ow! No wandering off, despicable. Watch it, Defiance. That hurt my dainty wrist. I don't know why you had to cuff us together. Because I won't be letting you out of my sight. I plan on turning you into the U.S. government. So the only way you're getting away from me is to chew through your own wrist. How do you know I won't? Will you? No. Well, David, Professor Barley must have set up camp just outside the village. Perhaps we should look there while we still have some daylight. <laughs> Whatever you just said, I'm sure you're right. Yeah! Oh, ah, uh, defiant. What is it, rapscallion? Oh, you flatterer, you. Speaking of scallions, my breath is not so fresh. 
mind if I give it a squirt of breath freshener? Uh, where is the breath freshener? In my left pocket. Fine. Good gracious, despicable. How do you fit all this stuff in here? A number of unspecified time travel experiments that have irreparably damaged the space-time continuum. But that's not the point. Oh, that's it right there. I'll just squirt a little in your mouth. No! Um, <laughs> I'm very particular about how minty my mouth should be. My, uh, minty mouth measurements, you know. Okay, but could you hurry up? We have vampires to kill and a professor to locate. Ah, thank you. Now, just a little squirt on the handcuffs. What the... And one for your face. Aha! Missed me! Oh! Oh, sorry, David. That might not have been so bad if you'd wear a shirt, big fella. (laughs) Now to find Despicable and give him some well-deserved punchings. Jump, David! You might as well jump! (laughs) That fiend! David... I hope all that kung fu you performed in those music videos has strengthened your legs even half as much as mine have been marvelously sculpted from years of intense and extreme exercise. Because we need to catch that Winnebago on foot! You really do crack me up. (laughs) Let's go! Well, it looks like Zombie will have to get home by boat, or, uh, uh, perhaps some sort of large bird or something. I need to grab my laundry, my yearly allowance, some more pie, and then Winnebago my way out of here. <laughs> Wait a minute. The front door is wide open. The electric bill better not cut into my allowance. Were you born in a barn? No, oh, actually, Peasley was born in a barn. Better come up with a better euphemism for people not wasting my allowance on their electric bill. Peasley? Peasley? Miss Harridan? Miss Harpley? Oh, wait, she was hugged to death. Ooh, that smell. Do you smell that smell? What, what is this all over the floor? If I didn't know better, I'd guess it was mold. The kind of mold one might find in a... a grave. Oh, those disgusting, dirty beasts have invaded despicable manner. I'd hazard a guess they'd put their dirty hands all over my clean laundry. Or my pie. I must hide in the broom closet until I can come up with an ingenious plan. I should be safe for now. What's this? Great Jimmy Choo, where did these shoes come from? What beast of a man has shoes that big? Oh, shut up, darling. And stop getting pie-stained fingerprints on my Nordic gestures. Uh, Hello, Miss Harridan. Fancy meeting you in the broom closet. (laughs) You know what they say about women with big shoes. It's a small closet, Dr. Darling. Keep in mind I would have no trouble poisoning you from here. Hello, Peasley. Mama. Peasley in closet, like Kevin Spacey. Mother Despicable would like to talk to you about the vampires that seem to be living in the basement, darling. Uh, <laughs> uh Mama, I can explain. Oh, great beyond bore. Except she's not talking to you right now. You're just lucky she didn't have time to grab her Ginsu set before we hid here, darling. It sounds like we have guests. I've I've really got to eat something. Doc, Doc, are you in here? We can look for Dr. Despicable later. 
possibly. We need to get into the basement of Despicable Manor and kill as many of those feral vampires as possible. Right you are. Out the window Wait, I go. Professor Barley, the, the basement door is right over here, inside the house. Sorry, bad habit of mine. All right, Winnebagoans, grab your torch forks, grab your pitches. We've got umpires to kill. This is so exciting. So much better than when those wild cows ran off with three of the sockmenders, baby. You just can't tame the cows of Slam Gallia. Where should we go to look for these vampires? I'm thinking probably Key West. We've seen the vampires coming from Despicable Manor. And by Key West, I mean indescribable manure, where Dr. Indescribable gets his laundry done. Pay attention to the way he talks. That's the way high society in the United States talk. I've never met anyone so sophisticated. Hey, oh, nazy. Okay, let's go get us some umpires. Kill the vampires. Kill them. Kill them. It's the vampire's nest. It's definitely near here. What a horrible smell! Zombies? Zombies? Why are you sniffing my hair? Um, uh, I was smelling, um, smelling vampires. Yeah, vampires smelling. In my hair? That seems very unorthodox to me. Um, <clears throat> when did you say you ate last? Been a... It's been a couple of days. I'm really very, uh, very hungry. Mm. Oh, ah, uh, Mr. Taliesin. Ah, uh, Professor Barley. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> you might want to. You might want to turn around and back away <laughs> from Mr. Astronaut here, the zombie. Zombie astronauts. Pardon? What are you talking about? The zombie astronaut who hasn't eaten in a couple of days. I see what you mean. Yes, him. Oh dear. There, astronaut. Oh dear. That is the zombie. Back away. Just back away. I'm backing. I'm backing. Where is a window to leap out of when you need one? Don't go, guys. I just, uh... I, uh, I just, I just wanna, uh, eat your brains! Watch your brains! Yes, Mama, yes, fine, I'll go deal with the vampires. Why should I have to clean up this mess? I don't even like cleaning up my own messes, and I didn't do anything. This time, I'll bet they'll be perfectly safe in the closet. Perhaps I could just step outside and, uh, climb into the Winnebago and, uh, drive home. I could mail Mama and Miss Harridan, uh, crosses and, uh, stuff. Overnight delivery, of course. <laughs> COD. Uh, yes, that sounds like a great plan. We're here, David. Ah, yes. Now let's find Dr. Despicable and take turns kidney-punching him. Oh, it was a great plan. Now what? I know. I'll hide in the basement. It's a labyrinth down there. They'll never find me. 
We've been lost in this basement for hours. Ridiculously large, isn't it? We haven't tried this door yet. I thought you'd never arrive. Lord Tetrax. <laughs> I can't open this door. We can't escape. No, Professor Barley, you can't escape this time. Hello? Any vampires in here? Say, you're dressed very spiffily. Why, thank you. There was a clearance sale at H&M. What the... I, I, I can't... You can't open that door! Well, no, and I don't see any means of, uh... We can't escape! I was just about to mention that. You all will die! <laughs> so why does the little giggly guy have a chair leg sticking out of his head? So glad you could join us, Dr. Despicable. So, you know who I am. Well, fair enough, I am rather famous. <laughs> Your father stole this manor from me. Never mention my father again! How dare you yell at me! There's really no other way to deliver that line. I can smell brains! What is it now? I'm trying to kill people in here. Oh dear, it's been a couple of days since he's eaten, hasn't it? Mr. Tetrex, I've got enough people in here to kill. Why don't you take care of whoever that is? <laughs> Thank you, Lord of Extreme Uneasiness. Brains! <laughs> oh my god! He's chewing on my skull! He's chewing on my skull! Okay, this has gotten way beyond my control. Feral vampires, awaken! Feed on these worthless humans, but leave Professor Barley to me. It looks like the end. Beautiful friend. The end. It was an honor to battle the undead with you, Taliesin. And me too, I presume. I'm sorry, who are you again? You bastard! Did I miss anything dangerous? Ah! I can't bear to look at this marvelous and heroic beast. Well, that's not gonna further inflate his ego, is it? Dr. Fiant! I don't believe it. What the heck is happening? Since Dr. Fiant symbolizes such extreme good, and purity. Lord Dracovac can't bear the sight of him. Oh, oh, come on! Defiant! Flash Lord Dracovac your award-winning smile. Hey! Ah! Maybe I should stand closer. Oh, wow! Dr. Defiant's very amazingness has set Lord Dracovac on fire! In fact, his astounding goodness is igniting the feral vampires as well! You people make me sick. You can get kids in this bunk if you want to. I'm going home. Come along, zombie. Wow, I really feel better. Come along now and stay to E-Flame. I'm coming. Jeez. Lord Dragovac is dead once again. And so is his buddy by the looks of it. That was fantastic. I must post something about this on my blog. By the way, that's Taliesin meets the vampires at TaliesinTTLG.blogspot.com. Nice plug. Bad news, Prof. I'm afraid your nephew died piloting my supersonic jet. How terrible. How did he go? Both his legs broken, screaming as he slowly burned to death. Well, that's how he would have wanted to go. Where's Dr. Despicable? I'm afraid he slipped away in the chaos. You can say that again. <laughs> I still have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> Neither do I, but I'm tired of pointing it out.
We're here. Are on fire. They're all dying. You simply can't deny the power of mayonnaise. Hooray! Right, let's climb into the Winnebago and... You, Juan Martinez, I have a bone to pick with you. Dr. Juan Martinez, we owe you so much. What with introducing us to mayonnaise sandwiches and killing all those vampires. What? So we all pitched in our old and useless jewelry, watches, or coins, and melted them down to make you this solid gold plaque. What? Oh, wow! You guys are the nicest! I'm gonna use this to make sandwiches on! Hooray! That's it! Everyone gets experimented on! You know, people of the Winnebago period, I couldn't have done this without the help of my friend here, Dr. Despicable. Really? We had no idea. I suppose we owe you an apology. Yes, you do. I wish there were more people like you in the world. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give I want you to have this. I hope it keeps you safe. Yeah, I'm the greatest. Pay me tribute. <laughs> what? A can of pork and beans? Now, thank you. Why, I, 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 you, I, I can't believe this. This is the, what, you could have at least baked it in a pie. Oh, this is the end. Thanks for the Maladies Part 2 was written by K.C. Locke and W. Ralph Walters, with additional dialogue by Brent Hinks, Jack J. Ward, Elizabeth Rast, and Taliesin. Lord Drekovac was Victor Gates. Mr. Lick's Tetrax was David McIver. Wheaton Barley was Victor Gates. The Vampires were Taylor Kent, Therese Chevis, Scott Wentworth, Bill Holweg, Victor Gates, and Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Dr. Fight was Mark Kalita. Professor Peter P. Picklepepper was Jack J. Ward. Taliesin appeared as himself. Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez was Brent Hanks. The innkeeper was Stevie Farnaby. The waitress was Alexa Chipman. The innkeeper's wife was Elizabeth Rast. Dr. Despicable left the party early. Come along, Tommy. All of the voices were by W. Ralph Walters. Come along now. The music was either European library music or licensed by Big Fish Audio, Pro Samples, or Podsafe Music. For more Frequency of Fear, visit FrequencyofFear.com. For more Frequency Light, visit FrequencyLight.com. People just like you talk about their skin irritations. I have this skin rash. It really gets bad when it gets hot and my shorts ride up. It's a real bad itching, burning sensation. Uh, right where you don't want a real bad itching, burning sensation. I was going to my afternoon tea when this terrible itch started up. It was like there were fire ants in my bloomers. It started between my toes and it worked its way up to my knees. And before I knew it, my stomach was red, my chest was red, <laughs> even my neck was red. Man, that itch. That terrible itch. Itching, burning sensation. You may think there's nothing you can do about it. That's where you're wrong. Purple Planet introduces this three-volume audio cassette collection of people talking about their own terrible itching, burning sensations. Once you listen to them talk, you'll realize you're not so bad off after all. Ninety percent of my skin turned bright red, then flaked off. Felt like the Dallas cheerleaders were going all over my body with belt sanders. Feel better? 
purple planet, terrible, itching, burning complainers, wherever fine recordings are sold, also available in Disco Mix. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together. <laughs>